I'm so glad you're here this morning. I'm so glad you're here, because you're going to see something pretty special. Uh, I've been practicing all week. I've done a bit of paddling in the river. Uh, I've sat with my feet in water as I watched Newcastle qualify for the Champions League. Uh, and I've been working on my lightness of foot because, ladies and gentlemen, this morning I'm going to walk on water. That is what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk on water. Just to reassure you, there's water in here. There's a bit of water there. A bit of water. Uh, you're going to see something special. You're going to see me rise up. Okay, so I hope you're ready for it. Uh, here we go. Thank you. Oh, that's Thank amazing. You. That's you. an amazing thing. How d- Thank you. Scott, what's that, Scott? It's water, Darren. No, but what, what's this, Scott? This, oh. This oh. thing here? What is that? Oh, forgot to take the step out. That's it's my bad. I'm sure it won't change a thing. How hard can it be? You just step on. Oh. That is underwhelming. Um, well, I can't walk on water. Uh, it'd be pretty cool if I could, uh, but I can't. But you know what? We're, we're going to have a Bible reading now from Mark's Gospel, and we're going to read about someone who did walk on water, someone who can walk on water. And what is awesome is as we hear it, uh, we're going to hear who Jesus is. So be listening out for that. Nina is going to come up and read our passage for us. It's in Mark 6, so grab a Bible in front of you, and Nina will read it for us. So today's reading is from Mark 6, verse 45 to 56, which is on page 1009 in the Church Bibles. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving, him, after leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass them, but when they saw him walking on the lake, They thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke to them and said, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them and the wind died down. They were completely amazed for they had not understood about the loaves, their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gesenaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran throughout the whole region and carried those who were ill on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed those who were ill in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Thanks, Nina. Uh, Do keep that open in front of you. Uh, So here we are uh, in Mark 6. Uh, verse 45, Jesus has just cared for, just cared for and provided for over 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. And then he tells the disciples to go on ahead of him. Tells them to go on ahead. Uh, you know when someone says, 
Um, okay, close your eyes and hold out your hands. You know when someone says that to you? Normally it's a good thing. Something good is about to happen. Like if I said now, um, everyone, close your eyes and hold out your hands. Spoiler, not all of you are going to get something now. But uh, so, like, so everyone, close your eyes, hold out your hands. Everyone, close your eyes, hold out your hands. Okay, remember, not everyone's going to get something, but someone might. There we go. Well done. Right, you can open them now. Now, one person, something good happened to them there, uh, unless they don't like Milky Bar buttons, in which case it's not a plus. But whenever someone says, close your eyes, hold your hands, something good is about to happen. Three times, three times in Mark's gospel, we're told Jesus goes to pray. And after each time, something really important happens. Something big happens. So after saying goodbye to the crowds, Jesus goes out to pray. Hold out your hands, guys. Something important is about to happen. So the disciples, they're there on the lake. Jesus is on the land, and he sees them really struggling. The wind is strong. They're straining, straining to row and battle against it. Put your hands up if you've ever cycled or scooted in the wind. It's horrendous. It is awful. It's hard work. And these guys, they must have been so frustrated. They're in the boat, exhausted from helping Jesus care for all those people on the mountainside. Now it's the middle of the night, and there they are, rowing in the middle of the lake against the wind. And then the next thing you know, there's someone beside them. There's someone walking walking on the water, middle of the lake. And there someone is walking right next to them. They think it's a ghost, don't they? So now they're frustrated, exhausted, and terrified. If I was Jesus at that point, I'd have gone, <laughs> just to try and freak them out. But Jesus is much kinder than me. He's much kinder. He reassures them it's him gets in the boat, and the wind dies down. It's pretty epic. It's pretty epic, isn't it? But, but what's really awesome is in the mind-blowingness of all that that's just happened, Jesus has shown them who he is. And as Mark has written it down for us, it's a bit like he's playing Guess Who with us. You know the game Guess Who? Put your hands up if you played Guess Who? Yeah? Brilliant. Well, we're going we're gonna to play a bit of Guess Who now, just to get us in the mood. So, on this card is someone in this room now. Now you're nervous. But we're going to ask some questions. Try and find out who it is. So, uh, Guess Who questions, shout them out. Put your hands up, shout out a question. Yeah. Is it Jesus? Sunday school answer. Love it. No. No. Lee. It's a man. It's a man, yes. Is he older than you? Is he older than me? Much. <laughs> does he tell good jokes? No, he doesn't tell good jokes. That's a lie, actually. He does tell pretty good jokes. Anyone else? Pardon? Does he wear glasses? Yes. Is it Steve? It's good that you assumed he's much older than me. Uh, no, it's not Steve. Bill. Shall we, shall we see? There we go. There he is. 
<laughs> it's David. Uh, guess who? Well, you know what? Mark, Mark is playing a bit of guess who with us in this passage. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask some questions to find out more about who Jesus is here. So let's play. Here's question one. Who can walk on water? Who can walk on water? This is rhetorical, guys, but I love the hands. That bodes well. And it's not me. I can't walk on water. I'm safely saying none of you guys can walk on water as well. But there is someone who can walk on water. The creator of the water can walk on water. The one who made it can walk on it. In the Old Testament book of Job... He writes this, he, God alone, stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. The one who made it can walk on water. Okay, next one. Uh, Why did Jesus pass by them? If you've got your Bibles open, have a look at verse 48 again. Because I don't know when when you heard that read, when you read along with it, did you imagine Jesus was just casually walking past them, thinking, oh my goodness, I hope they don't notice me. I just want to go on past. That isn't it. Because we know Jesus has seen them struggling out there. Uh, And we know Jesus is kind and compassionate. He's just fed over 5,000 people. No, this is deliberate. This is deliberate because Jesus is revealing who he is. Uh, We're going to go back to the Old Testament again, because in there we hear about how God and his glory is revealed when he passes by people. So in Exodus 33, Moses asks to see God's glory, and God replies saying he will pass in front of him. His glory will pass by. God does it again in chapter 34 with Moses. Uh, In 1 Kings 19, God would say to Elijah, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. The Lord is about to pass by. You got it yet? Let's have one more question. Third question, who uses the name I am? Because if you just have a look down at verse 50, when Jesus reveals himself, he says, take courage, it is I. That is it, it is I, could be translated I am. Now, Sunday clubbers, you've been in Exodus this term, haven't you? Uh, And you've passed by now that bit where Moses uh, is with the burning bush. Do you remember that? Yeah? Thumbs up. Great. What does, does God call himself? What name does God use when he's in the burning bush? I am who I am. I am. Huh. You guess who it is yet? You worked out who Jesus is showing himself to be? Jesus is the same God who made the water. Jesus is the same God who passes, passed by Moses and Elijah. He is the same God who saved the Israelites from Egypt. Jesus is the Lord. He is God the Son. That's who Mark introduced him as at the very start of his gospel. It's who Jesus reveals himself to be here. Jesus is the Lord. He is the Lord. We're going to pause there for a moment, and we're going to to think about what this might mean after we've sang 
because we're just going to dwell on the fact that Jesus is the Lord. He is God the Son come to this world to rescue. And we're going to praise him for that. So we're going to sing. There's some actions for this one. Uh, And this one you can come up for. If you want to come and help with me actions, just don't fall in the pool. That would be great. Um, And we'll sing. So please stand if you want to come and help with the actions. Come on up. Jesus is the King, ruler over everything. Jesus is the one, promised one, the Son of God. Jesus is the Lord, He's the one you can't ignore. Jesus, Jesus, He is the King. He is the King. He commanded the fisherman. Hey! Come follow me, and they did, and they did, and they did, because Jesus is the King, ruler over everything, Jesus is the one, promised from the Son of God, Jesus is the Lord, He's the one you can't ignore, Jesus, Jesus, He is the King, He is the King. Commanded the evil ones, hey, come out of here. And they did, and they did, and they did. Because Jesus is the king, ruler over everything. Jesus is the one, promised from the Son of God. Jesus is the Lord, he's the one you can't ignore. Jesus, Jesus, he is the king. He commanded the wind and waves, hey, be still, be still, and they did, and they did, and they did, because Jesus is the King, ruler over everything, Jesus is the one, promised from the Son of God, Jesus is the Lord, He's the one you can't ignore. He is the king. Thank you so much, guys. Well done. Do take a seat. Do take a seat. Now, put your hands up if you love a biscuit after church. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it because I've seen people run. Run, and I've seen it when there's jammy dodgers in particular. 
yeah. You give the little nod to your mate. You split up, one goes to the back, one goes downstairs. You grab maybe a couple, and I'm assuming you're grabbing them for your friend because you don't want them to miss out on that jammy dodger. And I think Mark doesn't want us to miss out on who Jesus is here. Jesus is the Lord. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. If you've got your Bible, uh, have a look down at verse 52 again for us because I think that's where it gets hit home. Um, You see, it is as Jesus reveals who he is that the disciples are saved. He steps into the boat. The wind dies down. But then we read, they were completely amazed for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. And it seems a bit odd, doesn't it? Seems a bit strange, that bit. Uh, But I think what Mark is hinting at is this. These disciples, they'd just seen Jesus feed over 5,000 people, five loaves, two fish. But they hadn't got what it actually showed about who Jesus is. That it showed that Jesus is the same God who saved and provided for the Israelites when they, uh, back in Exodus. He is God the Son, come to save his people. He's the promised Messiah. Because if they'd got that, maybe they wouldn't have been so shocked or terrified at the sight of him walking on water. But they hadn't fully grasped it yet. They were still playing a bit of guess who with Jesus. They were still trying to work out who he is. And they'd be doing it until chapter 8 and 9. And as we read this now, like 2,000 years later, it's like Mark is saying to us, sat here, Jesus is the Lord. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. So if you're sat here this morning and you're still working out what what you think, you're still trying to work out what you think about Jesus and who he is, come and see. Come and see that Jesus is the Lord. Don't miss it. Keep coming on Sundays. Keep coming with questions, asking about who he is and what he's done. But if you, if you would say you're a follower of Jesus, then I think the passage has the exact same message for us. Jesus is the Lord. Don't miss it. Because it's striking, isn't it, that it's the disciples who are the focus of the teaching here, those who are closest to Jesus, Jesus is the Lord. Don't miss it. So let me finish with just one way this might impact us this week. Uh, put your hands up if you've got a Bible at home. Put your hands up if you've got a Bible at home. Lots of us. Okay. How do you feel when you open it to read it? How did you feel about coming to listen to the Bible being taught this morning? Maybe the sunshine helped a little bit. Uh, what emoji would you use? Here's some, here's some choices. Uh, that are going to come up. What emoji would you use? Talk to the person next to you. What number emoji uh, would you say you are when you come to read the Bible or when you come this morning? Not counting the weather. Ten seconds. Off you go. Talk to the person next to you. What number? Let me bring us back together. Let me bring us back together. I won't ask you. 
to, to put up your fingers, tell me what number it is. But I saw this clip uh, of a football mascot recently. I love this. I love this. Uh, this lad, he knew about the players, didn't he? FIFA card rating 95. He knew about them. He's probably watched them. He's probably seen them on TV. Maybe he's been to a live game before. Uh, and he knows he's going to see them because he's, he's a mascot there. He knows he's going to see them. And yet, that doesn't stop how excited he is when he actually does. His excitement at seeing them is there. I wonder who you'd be like that for. I wonder if that's what we're like for Jesus. Because here's the thing. If you want to know God, if you want to know what he's like, then come and look at Jesus. Come and look at him. Come and meet him. Come and get to know him in Jesus. And what is awesome, what is awesome is that we can meet Jesus in the Bible. It's through our Bibles that we can come to know more and more the Lord as our best friend and saviour. Isn't that quality? We might have known Jesus for many years. Uh, we might have only known him for a short time. But there is always more and more we can know about Jesus our Lord. There's always new ways we can be amazed by him who he is, what he's done, what he continues to do through his Holy Spirit. Every time, every time we get to open our Bibles at home, coming to church, our small groups, Pathfinders, Grafted, we can meet, we can meet and deepen our relationship with the Lord Jesus. Every time. We can hear him speak to us. And what awesome words they are. Take courage, it is I. That's a reason to be buzzing when we open our Bibles. I reckon, though, if we're all honest, if we're all honest, there are times when we might find that hard. Times we lack that enthusiasm and desire. I know I can. And I know that I, I'm so quick uh, uh, to make excuses to try and justify that. I tell myself, I'm just I'm too tired. Too tired. I'm, I'm far too busy. I already know it, or it's just too hard. But I don't think those excuses fly. No, we need to be praying, don't we? Here's the one thing. We need to be praying. Praying that God, through his Holy Spirit, who he has given as a gift, would be giving us hearts that are excited, that are excited to know and love Jesus more and more. Praying that God, through his spirit, uh, would be helping us. Helping us before we read the Bible for ourselves, before we come to church on a Sunday, before we make our way to small group, Pathfinders, Grafted. Praying before that, that the Holy Spirit would be helping us, because we need his help. 
see more and more of who Jesus is, would help us listen to him, would help us change. Jesus is the Lord. Let's be praying we don't miss how incredible he is and how awesome it is that he has revealed himself to us. We're going to sing uh, one more time in a moment. But before we do, uh, why not just take a moment? Take a moment to pray on your own with people around you that this would be your week. That God's Spirit would be at work in you as you meet Jesus in his word. Just take a moment to pray, then Darren will come and introduce the final song.